It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, here we go. Podcast time, people. What is up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's going on, man? Now, Jerry, uh, you were in uh, Buffalo. I was. uh, Doing Patriots Bills. Yes. And uh, I hope I'm not... Uh, stepping out of turn here. Go for it. But uh, when you first arrived here in the morning, you said to us, uh, I don't know where this perception comes that Buffalo is filled with overweight, ugly women. Correct. It is quite the opposite. I found it to be quite the opposite yesterday. You Remarkably said it was, the opposite. You said it was like what you would picture California to be. Here is what I saw walking in from. Now, keep in mind, I had a press pass for parking. So I wasn't way out. It's you not were like with the I, classy people. No, I didn't say that. Oh. What I was going to say was I didn't walk past thousands upon thousands of people. But what I did notice was it seemed like every female I walked by was gorgeous. And then even in the stadium. So where the press box was, we were probably at the 45-yard line, right around midfield. And we're right on top of a lot of the fans right below us. I swear to God, Al, you'll, you'll look your head on a swivel, as Boomer said many times today. Every girl was more attractive than the next. And here's when I really noticed it. Prior to getting to the stadium, which, by the way, I had no idea it's New Era Field. It's not Ralph Wilson Stadium anymore. I didn't know that. I had to stop at a Target. I'll get to the reason why in a minute. Inside the Target in Amherst, New York, wherever the hell that was, 10, 15 minutes away, and they were all going to the Bills games. They were gorgeous. So this notion for the last 10 years that they're all thick and not so attractive that someone used to relay, I didn't see that yesterday. Craig had that in his book and would often say on the show when he worked in Buffalo. I had quite the opposite experience over the weekend, so not so much. In terms of why I was at Target, very quickly, I left on, I drove, so I left on Saturday around 1 o'clock, figured I'd get there at 7. I was about 20 minutes of leaving my home when I realized I left without a jacket. I wasn't aware how Brian Baldinger would call the game. Some guys like the booth windows wide open. Some crack it and throw a microphone out so you get the crowd noise. There was no way I was going to go to the game without a jacket. So I turned around and went home. Grabbed the jacket, put it on the couch. My son called me over for something. I then proceeded to leave without the jacket, like a jackass. So you get to the Buffalo area, no jacket. I realized when I hit Scranton that I didn't have my jacket. Pennsylvania? Moron. Yes. I'm not calling you a moron. I'm myself. Did you put uh, Buffalo in Google Maps and just follow that? I put the hotel address. You did, and yes. it came up six hours or something? Uh, yeah, it came out to the hotel was five hours and 55 minutes, and then it was another 20 minutes to the stadium from there. And then so it was actually pretty good because I checked the route before I left. I went to Buffalo one other time to cover Bill's Jets when Brett Favre was the quarterback for the Jets, and I left from Yale. I did a football game at Yale, and I left right from there. And it was, wasn't Google. It was one of the Garmins or something. And I remember – it made me get off the interstate, and I went through little villages. And I guess it was the way the flow, the crow flies. 
So I made sure I checked the route. I didn't want any villages. I wanted to stay on the interstates. And so that's how it worked out wonderfully. You checked off no villages. Well, something like that. Coming home, I didn't have that luxury because of the traffic on I-90 when the stadium was emptying out. So I followed the Google, which took me through the same damn villages that I six years ago went through. Buffalo villages. Oh, and I knew it because I passed the pizza shop that I stopped in last time I made the drive to Buffalo. Did you have a beef on wax sandwich? That's what they're known for up there in Buffalo. Uh, I ate, Here's what I ate when I was there. Nothing. Oh. I had a banana in the morning when I woke up at 6, the, like 7 o'clock it was open. Continental breakfast? They had that at the hotel. I was not waiting. There was a banana. I had a banana. When I got to the stadium for lunch, I had a roll, and then I drove home. Where did you stay? Which uh, hotel? At a Hyatt. Hyatt. It was a very nice hotel. Buffalo Hyatt. Yes. Had All right. TV. Very nice room, mm. all good. Bougie, it sounds like. Um, a little bit, but it was nice. All I right. didn't pay for it. That's it good. Good, good yeah. for you. Yep. I went on a Saturday evening, Jerry. To a tree lighting? Uh, no, not this weekend. Not okay. a tree. We uh, we got a tree. Oh, look at you! How about this? I tweeted this out. There's a place in Asbury Park named Porta. It's a okay. pizza pizza place. Right. But I guess they have some sort of dance club in there as well. Like at night, is there's a uh, like millennials lined up to go in there so it must become some sort of dance hall at some point but when i was in there uh, i was going to order my pizza and uh, beers with uh, gina and she goes if you buy two pizzas and a pitcher of beer you get a tree christmas tree okay for it was 40 dollars, i think it was 50 dollars for the whole thing right it was pizza Beer, Christmas tree. I love it. When she pointed out to me, she goes, uh, for $50, I was like, oh, no, I go, it's $50 after you make these purchases, then they give you a tree for $50. She goes, no. 50 bucks, you get the whole package. And I didn't believe her. So I asked the girl behind the bar. She goes, yeah, $50. You go out there and pick out any tree you want. And it was all real, Jerry. We yeah. got a tree, pizza, and beers. And two, so you were drunk. $50. Two pitchers of beer? No, one pitcher of beer. Oh, one pitcher. Two pizzas. Wow, that's a lot of pizza. It was smaller, so I took one full one home. Oh, nice. So that was a good deal. I did that. Then Saturday night, we went somewhere, and then when we were going home, it was still very early, and I think, and I thought, I never, we never go for a drink. So we are going to stop by the Spring Lake Ale House. Okay. So for whatever reason, down the shore area, the, the show is very popular. Okay. Didn't happen in Basking Ridge, where I lived, or in the Woodbridge Jersey Shore, area. I, I know that. We actually do very well down there. Very well. So I went in the, into this Spring Lake Ale House, and the numerous listeners were in there, fans of the programs. So uh, first I had ordered, uh, Gina and I ordered a beer. Then the owner came over, and uh, he told the bartender, get these folks another beverage. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, then uh, the guy across the way said, uh, get these to a beverage. So you spent the weekend drunk. And the guy next to them said, I want to send over this one. Wow. So unfortunately, uh, I had many beverages Saturday evening. Uh, took an Uber home or a Lyft. I use a Lyft. Right. Um, and uh, am still hurting over a day later. Really? I was in very rough shape yesterday. You drank that much? I, you know, I guess I'm not... I'm not I fit you for that anymore. Drinking anything anymore because of your acid reflux. I do. I would drink two beers. 
not six. But I had two beers, and someone else bought a beer, then another beer, then somebody sent over a shot, and for oh, whatever geez. reason, I thought I can't turn down a shot. So you did a shot after drinking four or five beers? I, uh, four beers, yeah. Oh, it was a bad scene, Jerry. That's uh, Sunday morning. It was just... Now, did you get back to the house and just pass out? I passed right yeah. out. Then woke up, and I felt like someone was uh, hitting me on, on the head with a hammer. <laughs> doosh, doosh. Then for whatever reason, I don't understand this concept, but I'm going for hernia surgery next yeah. week. And I got a thing from the surgeon that goes, uh, uh, 10 days prior to your surgery, you are to have no Advil, uh, aspirin, uh, any of those painkillers, I guess. Yeah. So here I am with a pounding headache with nothing to take other than Tylenol, which doesn't do squat for headaches. Yeah, I would take three Advils. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Any case like that. You were 10 days out? I guess you were. Yeah. You're pretty close. Close enough. Yeah, you don't want to, don't chance that. Yeah, so that was my weekend. Now, I did talk to CBS, Jerry, CBS uh, Sports Network today. Okay, that's nice. And I said, uh, oh, uh, next this week I'm working a full week. Then I said, I'm working Monday of next week. Then I'm going for hernia surgery Tuesday, so I'm going to be out the rest of the week. Right. I said, what if we did Al's uh, hernia report every day? I will videotape something at home and send in. Okay. And they like that idea. Great. So during the show. You are such an attention whore. During the show, Jerry, you'll get Al's uh, hernia report. Great. Uh, Who am I doing the podcast with, Eddie? I guess so, yeah. I think I want to do one with Bob Dwyer. Is he filling in for you? Uh, He is. So I'm going to have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Yeah. Without you. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll Thursday. One yeah. with Chris, one with Eddie, one with Bob. And you're gonna have a lot of uh, commercials. Although I saw if I the do it with Chris. It's in between the updates. Right. He'll be good. All right, that's good. You're gonna spread the wealth around, Jerry. Yes. Get some new voices here in the podcast. Correct. All right. And if not, I'll do one. Well, I'm not gonna do one solo. Nobody cares. Can't do one solo. This is a well, two no, man. Can. This is a two man show, Jerry. Uh, also, I didn't want to ask you this on the regular radio, so this is perfect. Why is that? This is perfect because I, I didn't want to get, I, I don't know. This was more like a, if Craig was here, it would have been talked about. Okay. But it just didn't seem right. Uh, I I had seen uh, on the internet yesterday that another dildo was thrown from the stands in Buffalo. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I it did didn't not get, see the dildo throw. It did not get a lot of coverage as it did the previous time. But uh, uh, previously, I believe, Patriots, Bills. In Buffalo, someone threw a dildo on the field. Another one. Had you brought that up during the show, the folks at CBS Sports Network would have told you you can keep your hernia report right. and shove that where the dildo goes. That's why I didn't want to uh, be distasteful, Jerry, yes. so I thought I'd Look bring it up you. here. All right. You. Uh, speaking of dildos, Port St. Lucie, Florida. They have a lot of dildos there? Well, a uh, Florida cops responded to a call they got about a trespasser. Uh, the male suspect was armed with in quotes, a large dildo that he swung at officers before being taken into custody. 71-year-old man, he was uh, snoozing on the lawn of somebody who called the cops to complain outside of Port St. Lucie. Upon being woken up, he declared the cops, quote, had no right to remove him from the victim's property. Of course. He then, quote, picked up a large dildo and began to swing it around at the officers and the victim on scene. The sex toy is not considered a dangerous weapon, so the cops did not get to use force with him. What do you think the origin of the word dildo is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Dill. Let's break it down. Dill would be a pickle. Dough 
Well, we know what dough is. Dill dough really should be dilled dough. Hmm. You're going to Google uh, Google that? You know, they had dildos around in the 16th century. Yes. No kidding. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Huh. People have been pleasuring themselves for many years. <laughs> All right, so here we go. The etymology of the word dildo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm I'm doing right. what you usually do by reading as oh, we're reading, live. Uh, this is we should rehearse these. This was a great story, I thought, Jerry, and I thought Waffle House had a uh, had a had a good response to this. By the way, it comes from the word diletto, diletto, which means in Italian, women's delight. Oh, wow, dildo, <laughs> or <laughs> the word dilla, mm-hmm. and they call it the dildal, and dildal. they changed it to dildo, and that comes from. A soothing doll. Mm. All righty. In case of need. A soothing doll in case of need? <laughs> yes. Dildo. Yes. All right. Vibrator, we know, is just something that vibrates. Right, exactly. Easy. And dildole, dildole is a phrase that referred to a man's uh, unit. Oh. In the 17th century in a song called The Maid's Complaint for the Want of a Dildole. Dildole. Wow. This is funny. Jerry, West Columbia, South Carolina, a man was out uh, hanging out at the bars all night, and as on his way home, he saw a Waffle House and thought, I would love some food. Okay, makes sense. He went into the Waffle House and couldn't find anyone to seat him at a table. There was no one around. Got it. Was it closed? Not closed. Open 24-7, I believe, Jerry. He uh, made his way, peeked his way into the kitchen and saw... All of the staff sleeping. He was hungry and cooked thus himself some dinner. Cooked himself I was kidding, really? a meal and took photos. Wow. Uh, yep. He says he was pretty inebriated when he stopped by around uh, 3 a.m. last Thursday. Waited around for 10 minutes for someone to take his order, then got behind the counter and took care of himself <laughs> or took care of it himself, Jerry. That sounded weird. Uh, he did a quote, got hot on the grill with a double Texas bacon cheesesteak melt with extra pickles. When I was done, I cleaned the grill, collected my sandwich, and rolled on out. Workers were snoozing in the booth. He did not want to wake them up. He says he wouldn't normally have done that, Jerry. Have you ever, so all the times you've gotten drunk in your past life, yeah. I'm not saying now because you're very much more, you're really more responsible now. Let's say Al in his 20s or 30s, have you ever ended up in a diner drunk where you have just eaten like a disgusting pig and you woke up the next morning and realized, my God, what did I do last night? What food did I consume? Yes. Uh, I don't think I've done that. Compa- really? Yeah. But this guy's wrong with you? in some ways is admitting to drunk driving because he was driving by and then called no, not himself in some ways he, he admitted to it. Then called himself quote pretty inebriated. Yeah. Pretty inebriated means you were drunk. So then I like this uh, Waffle House came out and said we need to talk to this gentleman. Quote, obviously Alex has some cooking skills and we'd like to talk to him about a job. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. By the way, there's a dildo island in Canada. Dildo island? Yes. Is it shaped uh, into who? Like, like what, Al? Like a sphere? <laughs> it doesn't say. All right. 
Uh, I like this. A man in China, frustrated by his daily commute, got himself a big fine after being caught on camera repainting arrows on the road in a way to (laughs) help traffic flow. That's awesome. He must be sitting in traffic there every day going, why do they have, you know, this lane doing this? Is it? So he went out there in the middle of the night when there was no one on the road and created, uh, you know, left turn only lanes, right turn only lanes. That's funny. Yeah. And he got caught. 28 years old, used white paint to redirect arrows on the busy road in an attempt to alter traffic patterns and speed up his daily commute. Did it work? Do we know? Quote, I saw that the straight lane was always packed with cars, while the lane that turns left has a lot of space. I thought changing the signs would make my commute smoother. Police said this is very dangerous to do. He was only fined $151. That's not bad. Risk-reward. Risk-reward. Only risking 150 bucks. The reward could be endless. Endless. Let me see what else I got. I'm going to do one more for you here, Jerry. All right. Well, let's see. Man arrested. Let's see. A man, uh, Greg's, I guess, is a like a convenience store in another part of the country, Jerry? Yes. Uh, Greg's. Uh, sells the various things. Well, there was a man in front of Greg's who was flashing his penis to people and, quote, swinging it around. Must have been some size. Exactly. Well, when the police arrived, they found out the guy was just had a uh, Greg's sausage roll between his legs and oh, he was God. pretending it was his penis. That's so stupid. <laughs> I passed a convenience store somewhere in New upstate New York yes. uh, last night. It was called the Yellow Chicken Arm. The Yellow Chicken Arm. I was gonna. I actually contemplated stopping and taking a picture of it, and then I said, I just want to get home. I didn't do it. It was pretty stupid. Hmm. And I, they, By the way, it looked like the type of place where you'd be swinging a sausage between exactly. your legs. Exactly. Uh, this is what a woman said. Uh, she said, I looked across and noticed his penis was sticking out the top of his trousers. He was waving it about. On seeing me, he stared at me for five to ten seconds. She called the police. The officer cautioned and arrested him on suspicion of exposure, and the defendant replied saying, quote, it was a Greg's sausage roll. So what happened then? It's not his penis. So no, I got it. You're yeah. allowed to swing. A, evidently, you're allowed to swing a so sausage roll. he was not roll. arrested. He was not. You're allowed to swing a sausage roll around pretending it's your penis. Got it. Oh, see? Words to live by. Yes. All right, Jerry. That's uh, it? Yeah, that's all we got today. Good. I got to go home and go to bed. Actually, I can't. Tonight, sleep. Sleep tonight. Uh, the point. warm-up show is next. Oh, and you, yeah. You made it back in time for I that. I did. I made Buffalo. sure I was back in time. Okay. Perfect. Enjoy it. That is next. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, good Monday morning to you. This portion is brought to you by Advance Auto Parts. Monday, Monday, Al Dukes. Take a deep breath and go. Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, welcome back from Buffalo, where oh, you, you were uh, calling uh, Patriots Bills right. for Compass Media Radio National Broadcast, Jerry. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, you got to hear this maybe on your ride back. I listened to a lot of the Giants post-game show. I heard it all, actually. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I loved uh, a couple of things got revealed. We got to hear Geno Smith going at Rex Ryan. Yes. Which a lot of people didn't like because... He has since apologized, by the way. Really? Yes. So Rex went after uh, Geno in the uh, the like pregame shows in the Sunday morning. 
Gino happened to hear it in his hotel room, uh, called Rex Ryan a coward. After the game, yes. CeeLo will have those cuts for us oh, later yeah. today. Um, which I liked in some ways uh, because I love when people go at each other. Put your name on it. He put his name on it, Jerry. But uh, it was his first start in a number of years, and now you're fighting with Rex Ryan. Seemed weird. Yeah, it seems like every step Gino takes, he makes a mistake. You know, even last week when he was like, you know, talking about the criticism, you know, people that don't matter. You know, what do I care? Like, you know, just just play the game. As Bruce Springsteen said, one step up, two steps back. Jerry. Well, something like that. And yeah. of course, he had the big fun, like two fumbles yesterday, but the big one on the four yard line, just terrible. But it was fun to see a New York Giant quarterback running, which I don't th- think we've seen in about I think fifteen Eli years. Scrambled once this year. <laughs> But You're like right. Gino was running. Uh, he was running. He was also running for his life. Yes. Which was part and parcel of the problem. He had some motor skills there, Jerry. He was he motoring. Did. Yes, he did. He did some good things, but ultimately they're two and ten. And then we also found out in that Giants post game show that I was listening to on my radio that Eli says he's playing next year. Was there a debate? I mean, I know Archie said maybe he'll just retire. Come on. Yeah, stop. Arch. Did anybody really think Eli wasn't going to keep playing? Arch said he might retire. Now, how would you have handled the McAdoo press conference? Like, if because you were uh, people that don't know this, uh, Al Dukes used to be a locker room reporter for the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Tampa Bay at the time Devil Rays, correct? And the Buccaneers, Jerry. and the Buccaneers, right? So, let's say you were a reporter for the Giants yesterday, and we got the report in the morning that Ben McAdoo might be left in Oakland, quite frankly, <laughs> or fired on the plane. Was one story I read. And so there he is after the game. They lose again. They're now 2-10. and ten. And someone's got to bring up the report. Do you at least feel bad for the guy standing there that he's got to answer not only one, not two, not three, but five or six questions about, so you're about to be fired. How's it feel? You always wonder what the eye contact is for that. Like the reporter, is he stare him down? Right. Oh, I think they are. Or I, does he look away? Oh, I think there's eye contact. I would cowardly look away and go, uh, Ben, about that uh, report. <laughs> you keep looking yeah. at the wall. <laughs> yeah, just keep I'm looking over at here, the wall. Dude. <laughs> or hope that Ben was wearing his sunglasses so I didn't have to have awkward eye contact well, with him. Oh, he was indoors. Oh, he was indoors. And then a couple of things, Jerry. Um, one, these Giants fans on Facebook. You're not on Facebook, really, but there's Facebook groups, Jerry. Okay. Where fans are getting together and saying, for this week's game against the Cowboys, Go and tailgate, and then don't go in. And then go home. Don't sell your tickets, they're saying, because they want there to be a lot of empty seats. Oh, there's going to be a lot of empty seats, that's, unless they sell them to the Cowboy fans. Right, that's so, what they're saying. Don't so sell them. The, that would be the key. But now you're asking fans not only to voice their displeasure, but also not get a little money back on what's been a lost season. And to you're me, asking a lot. You're also asking a lot. You're saying go to the game and tailgate. To me, the worst part is getting there and getting home. Agreed. But if you leave right after the tailgate, oh, good point. Then there's no traffic unless everybody leaves after the tailgate. Wouldn't that be something if there's traffic exiting the stadium in the first quarter? <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's very good, very uh, crowded here on the turnpike because uh, fans are leaving in the first quarter. The game just started. By the way, a little tease for later oh, on. Oh, a teaser. Uh, you mentioned tailgate. Yeah. Something I witnessed yesterday. What would Al Dukes do? That'll be coming up. What hour you want to do that? The 8 o'clock hour? Sure, Jerry. The 8 o'clock hour, another situation. In Buffalo. That I uh, spotted, and I immediately think of you. How would Al Dukes handle it? The so Buff- what would Al Dukes do in the 8 o'clock hour? The Buffalo fans, when they tailgate, they throw each other you, through well, tables. In this case, you have not. You would not have been thrown through tables. And, and light, I didn't see any of that yesterday. And they light fires and such. But I will say it has something to do with a couple of females, a fire, and a tailgate. All right. I'll leave it there. <laughs> And then not then I got this news going around too, Jerry, with the Giants. 
that next week against the Cowboys, some former players may go to the game wearing Eli jerseys. Okay. <laughs> Who? You know it's going to be like loser punters or something. I think Justin Tuck was one that was named. Why don't you tell him to his face he's a loser punter? <laughs> he was in here one day about Justin four months Tuck's ago. Not he sh- looks like he could literally just snap you yes. in half. <laughs> he's not sure. Sh- it's going to be like Jeff Fegels, Sean Landetta. Jeff Fegels will be on the broadcast. Uh, who's the muscular punter the Giants had? Steve Weatherford. <laughs> We're in our Eli. I was going to be like, who is this guy? By the way, Weatherford would snap you in half. Yo. Have you seen him on the yes. cover of Men's Fitness? He's very muscular. Holy cow. By the way, Jeff Fiegels and Sean Landetta would snap me in half. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, so that's going on. Then I really enjoyed this part of the... But just one thing. Yes. I do think it's Tuck and Osiu Minora as two of those guys. <laughs> so just if you want to backpedal now... <laughs> I'll believe that when I see it. Okay, Brandon Jacobs, perhaps. No, it's going to be all guys you never heard of okay. or forgot even played for the Giants. Got it. Uh, the Jet game, which I do enjoy watching the was Jets. was entertaining as hell, but I just watched it this morning. Great wide receivers. Uh, Josh McCown, I'm, I'm enjoying that. And the the biggest joy I got, though, was the look on the kid's face got the flag. in the stands when he caught a penalty flag. <laughs> I know. However many rows up he was. I know. When uh, Marcus Peters was not happy with the call, and he just whipped the flag right into the stands. That kid was so happy. Yeah. Well, he was taking pictures. When was the last time you saw someone go home with a penalty flag? Do you think they... Uh, came down and took it. I don't know. Took it I, from him. See, I think if you get a football in the stands, I do think you have to give it back and they yeah. give you something else. Although I'm not 100% on that. A, fl- a penalty flag? I don't know. Because the official immediately, oh, I don't have a flag? Fine, I'll throw the hat down now. So I'm not sure. Do they have extra penalty flags? I don't know. Do they sign it and give it to him? No idea. That kid was getting so many pictures right away because I think he knew they were going to come down and grab it there from him. There was one weird thing, though, if you noticed, and if you didn't watch it again, at one point the camera catches him kind of sniffing the flag. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this smell like? <laughs> He's really getting... I don't know what he was doing. Uh, really, just getting a... You know, was, if that gets taken away, he wants to have had that experience with the flag. Away. It seemed like an odd thing to do, I thought, anyway. (laughs) And then here's some strange news also uh, regarding uh, Eli uh, and the Mannings. There was a report, Jerry, that Tom Brady Sr. penned a, quote, beautiful message to Archie about what his son Eli means to the game and the Giants. How do you think that went? (laughs) He doesn't deserve this. You're being wrong. Right. (laughs) Then they go, then they threw it like, oh, Tom Brady Sr. penned a letter. And then they're like, oh, by the way, also Matt Stafford's dad sent something. (laughs) Nobody cares about (laughs) him. No one No. (laughs) All right. We'll take a break. This report uh, or this portion is sponsored by Advanced Auto Parts. Order your parts online at advanceautoparts.com and pick them up in store in just 30 minutes. Advanced Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. So much more to do and only a few minutes to do it. And then Boomer at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Hi, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by the Extrogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. The Jets did beat the Chiefs yesterday while the Giants wound up losing in Oakland. Also, the Knicks a loser last night as well. Seton Hall won. Rutgers did not. This portion brought to you by the Extrogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. While you prepare for your holiday feast, don't forget to get ready for cold and flu season with the Extrogen Temporal Scanner, the number one preferred thermometer by pediatricians. Al? Jerry, well, it looks like somebody got a hold of 
Otani and told him about the rat problem here in New York. Oh, you think that's why he's yeah. going to come to New York? The rats. Rats, I crime. I the Mariners would be in the mix here, and you mocked me. He, he told the Yankees, and he told the Red Sox, not interested in your filthy cities. Nope. He didn't say it that way, but that's how I took it. No. That's that's how I imagined. That's not why he didn't pick. That's how I imagined it went. I mean, I I don't know Seattle. I guess Seattle's cleaner. I don't know. They go, oh, he doesn't want a big market. L.A. is in the mix, the Dodgers. Uh, That's a big market. LA's not in the mix. I read San Diego, San Francisco, and Seattle. Now, San Francisco's a big market. I was reading Insiders, Jerry. Who did you get your information from? Outsiders, (laughs) apparently. People outside of baseball. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, They said, yeah, Mariners, Rangers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we got Aaron Boone as our next Yankee manager. I think that was the sexiest pick out of every no, it all the options. The Absolutely. The sexiest pick? Yes. What do you mean? Because he's like handsome? No, like it's like, it's a name. It's no, a guy it's we've not. heard of. We're excited. No, it's not. Great Yankee Are you memories. Out of your mind? That was not the sexiest nope. name. No one wanted those other guys. They Carlos Beltran? All right. Henry Mullins? No one wants Henry Mullins. No I agree. one's Eric interested Wedge, in No one wanted him. No one wants Rob Thompson. I do like, though, I left here thinking Carlos Beltran had a good chance. I get home. I don't think I was home 10 minutes and my son comes over. Yeah, Carlos Beltran's out. <laughs> and so, Aaron well, Boone was had to have known he was, he was like the one of the two guys. Right at the time, his dopey brother was uh, DM messaging guys the about reporter. the sexual harassment. He wasn't been like, this guy's going <laughs> to... No, he is not a puppet, Eddie. 